Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. It's time now for a regional roundup. That's right. We take a look at headlines from around the region. Got a few to look at. Uh, the latest from Malaysia's 1MDB scandal to Indonesia's plans to hike fuel prices to the UN Special Envoy's visit to Myanmar. And on the line to help me out this morning is Dr. O. A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Dr. O, it's a double bill from you, huh? yesterday and today. <laughs> Well, I have to switch to my Southeast Asian hat today. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why you are a senior fellow, because you have to look at so many things. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. Um, but I have to say, we've got a lot more interesting headlines coming out from the region. Uh, starting off with lawyers for the former Malaysian Prime Minister, Najib Razak. They have sought to introduce fresh evidence for a retrial. Yeah, this is like a last-ditch effort to overturn that 12-year jail term over the corruption case linked with uh, 1MDB, right? What are your thoughts on this last-ditch attempt? And if you could share some details, what exactly are they trying to do here? Well, unfortunately, this uh, last-ditch attempt uh, has been uh, rejected uh, by the federal court, which is Malaysia's uh, Supreme Court. They were trying to say the trial judge, because this is an appeal case, right? So the, the judge in the trial court, uh, he was also the legal advisor to the bank uh, from which uh, the money were allegedly, uh, well, illegally transferred to Najib's uh, account. And thereby, there, there will be some sort of conflict of interest. Mm. At least that's what uh, Najib's uh, lawyers will try to make it out to be. But the federal court uh, yesterday, in a lightning speed, uh, they rejected this line of argument and said, no, you had to appeal on some other grounds, but not this one, yeah. And bearing in mind, this is uh, Najib's uh, new legal team, so pretty much failure, useless. Well, indeed, this is his new legal team, and they requested for uh, what they call continuance, or namely a postponement of the trial, right. uh, oh, sorry, of the appeal for a few months. Uh, yeah. But again, that was also rejected uh, right after the argument, oh, yeah. Uh, the pressure's on. I mean, you mentioned uh, that they've been asked to appeal on new grounds or, or to submit new forms of evidence. Uh, we're not, you know, part of that legal team and we don't really see that legal picture, but any speculation as to what kind of new evidence they could potentially su- submit? Oh, no, no, sorry. I think uh, it's they, uh, they were attempting to introduce new evidence right, of right, this right. conflict of interest or trial right. judge, but right. the federal court uh, rejected that. So they have to, in a sense pour through uh, the many, the hundreds of pages oh, wow. of the judgments by both the trial judge as well as the court of appeals mm-hmm. to try to find, uh, you know, grounds for uh, appeals. Right. So uh, I'm bit- sure they have done their homework. I yeah, mean, this is yeah. uh, not something new. But then that so-called rejection of new evidence, there was a huge blow to them, yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit of a go-back-to-the-drawing-board type of thing for them. Indeed, yeah. Mm. There's a former high-ranking official of contractor firm Boostate Naval Shipyard. They've been charged with criminal breach of trust in connection with the littoral combat ship scandal. Could you give us some details of this case? Uh, the current Prime Minister Ismail Sabri Yaakob has actually told the Malaysian Anti-Corruption Commission to expedite the investigations into this case. Well, more than 10 years ago, Malaysia was very proud that it could build its own little combat ship instead of having to buy it from, uh, let's say, the U.S. and so on. So this Boston Naval Shipyard, BNS, they were tasked with building this so-called LCS, the little combat ship. But 10 years later, after 
if I remember correctly, more than $8 billion of ringgit have been paid. There was no such shit. So, uh, well, somebody has to be blamed, right? Yeah. And it appears that the managing director of this uh, Bo State uh, Naval Shipyard is being charged with a criminal breach of trust. Namely, that uh, without board approval, he uh, approved uh, the payment of uh, quite a few, I think a few hundreds of millions or something, to uh, some of its subcontractors. Basically, the subcontractors have not performed yet, and yet money has been paid to them. So mm. that's why he's been charged. Still no show for the ship. And the trial goes on. So, um, according to Malaysia's Finance Minister Zafrul Aziz, the fourth quarter of this year will be the challenge for Malaysia's economy. Some would argue within Malaysia that they've been going through this challenge for a long time. A couple of things to look at here. First, last week, the central bank announced that the country's economy grew by 8.9% in April from June from a year earlier. So why is it they're expecting the fourth quarter to go bad? And, you know... All this kind of leads up to the next election and the potential for an early election. Well, the, the growth was due to comparison with uh, this time last year, right? Yeah. When we were still in the midst of this uh, very serious uh, Delta variant of the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So if you compare such, of course, the growth is uh, tremendous. But uh, as a projecting, uh, in the fourth quarters, uh, Malaysia as a... Uh, sort of trade-oriented country, we would uh, face uh, a lot of challenges uh, from the uncertainties in geopolitics with the Russians and the Ukrainians getting at each other and then uh, the tension of the Taiwan Straits and so on. Trade would be affected and thereby Malaysia's production. I mean, you you might still produce a lot of things, but people's uh, desire to buy your products uh, may dampen a bit. So that's why we are looking for a difficult stretch. And I might add, uh, not only for Malaysia, but for many other surrounding yeah. countries, which is export-oriented as well. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, uh, Dr. O. Um, mm-hmm. Moving to Indonesia, their energy minister over there, Afrin Tasrif, uh, says the country plans to hike fuel prices to control ballooning energy subsidies. How soon do you think uh, this hike will be implemented? And, you know, on a broader scheme of things, how does it actually help to control those ballooning energy subsidies? Apparently, it will be implemented uh, as soon as uh, in the next few weeks, maybe by the end of the month. Diesel uh, subsidies and so on uh, might decrease uh, rapidly. And uh, that's because uh, I think the Indonesian government finds that uh, their budget could not sustain such high level of uh, fuel subsidies. So otherwise, they will go into a tremendous uh, budget deficit. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and finally, Dr. O, uh, United Nations Special Envoy for Myanmar, uh, Noelin Hazer, has travelled to the country at the start of the week. Uh, this is the first time since she was appointed to the post last October. What do we know about the trip and how it can potentially help the situation in Myanmar? Well, I think all regional eyes are indeed uh, on her trip uh, because she is representing the UN. Just like previously, there was a representative for ASEAN as well. Mm. For example, would she be able to uh, persuade the, the ruling uh, junta or regime uh, not to continue with the execution of this uh, democracy activists? Uh, and also, would she be able to uh, meaningfully uh, sort of uh, mediate some sort of uh, solution to this by meeting, for example, 
the famous uh, opposition leader, yeah. uh, Aung San Suu Kyi. Yeah. I think we don't have details here, frankly speaking, but uh, we are all looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're looking positively. Hopefully, uh, something can change, maybe. I've been online with Dr. O. A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Dr. O, thank you, as always, for your thoughts. Uh, take care and have a great day, yeah? Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.